You ever feel like you missed out not going to a career fair? I never went to college, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I never went. Lo- I never went long enough to go to a career fair. I have an opinion on this, but I'll, I'll just ask you point blank: Is it worth doing a career fair? Hundred percent. What was like your first? Because I never, I, I've been on the other side of the career fair, but what was like your first career fair as a student like? What oh, yeah, it was. Well, so, I mean, part of it was I needed to go for a class. So, like, it was part of mandated, like, build your resume. But, like, the class is 200, 300 people. They didn't read them. <laughs> they just said, like, go do it and then go get a couple of business cards, turn them in and be like, good job. Well, you, you had to make it. business cards, too? No, no, no. no. Uh, oh, you had to collect, collect them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, just to prove that you win. You did it. Yeah. I know I mentioned this in an earlier video, but it took me at least two years to get my foot in the door in some sort of internship. Like I was trying to leverage it to say like, okay, like I'm going to find something this year. Yeah. So like, like what were those first convers? Cause you had conversations with employers. What were those first conversations like? Gosh, I don't you know. You got to dig deep into the. Yeah. The, the, the one that I, I can recall the most is it was about, it was like an embedded system and. I was like, oh, this is cool, like whatever it is. The only problem was I didn't bring my resume to that one. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you went to a career fair and you didn't bring a resume? Yeah, because I was like, yeah, I'm just going to get some cards and then I'll go apply online later or something. And then, and I swear, if I swear, if I was more prepared to that one, they got, they probably would have given me a job on the spot. Right on the spot. That's actually really, I was more, more, I'll say it's really common. It's more common than I realized um, how many businesses are actually willing to sign people right then and there. Yeah. For, for full-time positions, too, not just, like, internships. Yeah. And then a couple of them, you know, I went and talked to them, handed my resume, and then they're like, see you later. Or they're just, like, leave it on the table. And then n- no conversation. They're just there to collect papers. Yeah. I So I've – I've you and I have done career fairs. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, we've also experienced yeah. that on the other side as well, which is a whole nother ball game. I, there, I remember talking to this one guy who – he was joking um, like he's like i'm i'm just here for brand recognition i have no intention of hiring anybody and i couldn't believe that he was going to waste two days of his life mm-hmm. and like talk to these kids and build up their hopes with no intention whatsoever of actually and some of those kids went to his booth with the like they made a beeline to his booth yep. for a chance yeah, it was it was really disappointing. Um, I I can't imagine going to a career fair just as a marketing ploy and not like with the intention of actually hiring somebody. Yeah, I mean it's a waste of everyone's time. Like you know, it's dashing dreams and yeah. So when it comes to a career fair, because we sort of do the way we do it, we sort of do like these. It's like speed dating, but with interviews. Yeah. Um, Talk through sort of what you're trying to filter through in those 15-minute conversations. Yeah. So actually, what, like you said, it's speed dating, right? It is a condensed interview and in what we kind of do. Our interview process is, you know, the first part is just a culture. Like, are you going like to like what you're going to do? Are you going to kind of jive with the team? Just kind of get that warm and fuzzies. Like, do they, do they have the chops for it? Believe it or not, my experience is less than a third of the people we talk to get through that first filter. Like a two thirds of the people that I talk to, I can tell right away, they might be like strong technically, but they're not going to fit the culture of mm-hmm. the team. 
And and, that, and like honestly, it's kind of funny because you can usually figure that within the first five minutes. Yep. I mean, like really, they say like first impression matters. First thirty seconds of impression, I think, matters. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm thinking of like these kids where I I literally have to tell them, relax, it's okay. And I, I, I even I told one of them, I'm like, you know, these vendors are more nervous than you are right now. Like, just, yeah. just loosen up. Yeah. Um, you you can get over a bad first impression if you just kind of work through it. B- back to the culture thing. Like, so what is the culture that you're looking for? So the main things that we look for, right, is the humble, hungry, and emotionally intelligent. Yeah. Right. Um, hungry is they want to learn. Um, humble. You know, they're willing to admit their mistakes. And then uh, the emotionally intelligent is, can they read the room? Yeah. There's um, so much to like being a developer where you need to understand personal dynamics. And I don't think you really understand that early on in your career, how important it is to be able to communicate to people. Yeah. And, and not saying that they're gonna, everyone's going to be pros at it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it, it's it's very understanding of their three team. Yep. If that's so like they're just figuring out life. But, you know, it. It's uh, are they on the right path? We've all probably dealt dealt with some of these people in high school and stuff like that. Like, I got it. I got it all. I'm not gonna, whatever. And it's just like, yeah, no, you're. I reminds don't. me of reminds me of someone I used to know. <laughs> I, I only declared mutiny a couple times. Okay, a, a young yeah. You were you, you 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 were able to back it up though. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of people that get into coding just as a because well. It's something to do. Yeah. Or a couple of people that we talked to during that first part is, well, yeah, it's going to make a lot of money in the near future. Okay. Yeah. It might like, be, might be an oversaturated market <laughs> right now, but um, yeah, you, you can tell if it's their passion or if it's just a, a means to an end. And we're looking for people that it's a, it's a passion for them. Right. Right. Yeah. So you get through that, you get through that initial like culture filter, then what else are you looking for? Yeah. And then the next one is just, uh, just generally, you know, hopefully you have your resume. Because then we can at least do the quick check of okay, does your tech, does your skill set match any of our tech stack? Now, what do you mean match? Because like a lot of like the school that we career for at, they don't even teach our tech stack specifically. No, but they do teach um, front end architecture, right? So they they teach React. We do our stuff in Angular. They teach Java. We do our stuff in C Sharp. Yeah. So yeah. it's not perfect, but it's good enough. Yeah, like there, you can you can correlate and you can. Um, there's a parity between the yeah. two. Yeah. So generally, most of them meet that criteria. But then you start asking, you know, just a couple questions like, hey, what's your understanding of a web API? Or, hey, what have you done in SQL? Or things like that. So you're looking for people that, that can understand the premise behind. Now, we're a web-based mm-hmm. app, so premise behind like REST APIs, a backend f- not language. Yeah, or or even a front-end language, and then just can you articulate why you would use it, or you know what would you do with it, or you know what's the pros and like just general high level. Can you even talk about the stack? Yeah, in in some fashion. Yeah. Uh, now, what about like experience building? things what if it's just what if it's just the school curriculum versus hey i got school curriculum but i also have like these passion projects how important are those like side projects to you when you're interviewing a candidate i think it depends it depends on who you are as a person um i mean because i remember there's a couple people that we we talked to and you know their their side stuff wasn't software their side stuff was uh athletics 
a lot of athletics, right? Um, And honestly, for those people, like, you kind of, it's like, okay, I get it. You kind of get get the time. Yeah. Right. Um, But it's different because then you got another person, if you got the other person that's like, well, I just went golfing all day. Okay. Like, maybe, maybe not so great. Yeah. Um, So it's not about what you do, it's kind of what you choose to do with your time, I guess, is really what it more is. I don't know. That's how I see it anyway. I I interviewed, um, he was a senior and he was graduating and he, he had a startup. He was, he was, he was actively involved in two startups. He had a full-time job. He had like, and a part-time job. He had more stuff than I thought like is mathematically possible in the Mm day. And it was actually kind of a turnoff for me. Like I, I, like he was so stretched that I'm like, I don't think this guy is going to actually focus on what? on our company. He's got his hands in way too many pots. It there, there's a balance where like you want to show that you have like initiative, but you also don't want to show like you don't want to come across like you know, hey, hey, company, you're just like a step in along my my journey, like, right? And then initiative isn't saying like, oh, you're going to go the extra mile for us. The initiative is the no, like you, you want to learn. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm partial to people that want to start up a company. Like I, 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 I love that entrepreneurial, um, spirit, mm-hmm. but when you're stretched that far, th- that thin, like there's just something about it that tells me like this, this guy's probably not going to give a hundred percent to us. Yeah. Or again, you're in it for the wrong reasons yeah. or, um, you're, you're, in this case, the true passion isn't software. It's maybe the business. The bi- yeah, starting a company. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, like if, if that's the gear of like, or if that's the edge that you're trying to get an internship or job for at a career fair, then sure, maybe more power to there you. There might be a place for you. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but in our experience, that's not the position that we've looked for. We've looked for more on the technical end, like let's get you up and going and see what we could teach you. All right. So let's say you're talking to somebody and it's clear that they're, they're a good culture fit, but they lack the, the tech. What do you tell them? What do you, what, what are the, what do you, what is your advice to them? <laughs> the thing that we've said before, go build something, go build something. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get more experience, but not in the sense of go get an internship. It's talk, like go build something on the side and then yeah. talk to us after you built it. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I think that I like that we do is we are very clear about our tech stack when I think a lot of other companies aren't like, and honestly, the people that are present and I don't know if this is unique to us, but um, we send people that actually know what we're doing day to day. In other cases, like they might have just sent HR or marketing or, or something. marketing yeah. or something, right? And and they can't articulate what a proper day to day looks like or what they're what they're going to be expected to learn. Yeah, we sent one of our alumni there last this this last uh, year, and it was nice because he was able to sort of relate to them and explain like what it's like going from being an intern to getting converted full-time and i it was nice to sort of use him as a testimonial like hey this this model can work Mm -hmm. you can can intern for our company and there is a path for you and what does that transition look like um it it was really it was encouraging to 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 see that and to watch him and he, he really enjoyed it so yeah yeah okay so my next question for you is at what point should you do the career fair? Like, let's say I'm a freshman. Is it even worth going? Yeah. 
it's kind of one of those things like right any experience is good experience right because the um even though you're a freshman you're going to be nervous right and assuming you're it's a four-year degree and you're hopefully going to finish it in four or maybe six or eight depending on who you are (laughs) um but it it's going to help you get over those nerves you know we were talking a little bit before this but you're mentioning about how some people come up and then you know you just see that they're nervous and it's just like hey i see that you're nervous just take a breath yeah you're okay like you're not like you know we're all nervous here it's a it's a rush it's a lot of people um it's a crazy time side note every single vendor is terrified at these career fairs they don't show it but there's this like will anybody talk to me am i gonna find the candidate most vendors are as nervous as the people that are there and there's like this kind of like jealousy of like well why are they going over there and they're not talking to me and you can be very yeah. self-conscious as a vendor at these well, things. and what's funny is when we did it we were kind of like oh that vendor's got hey person come check yeah we were out. like pulling people from other booths to come talk to us what i didn't realize is at these career fairs most of the students know exactly who they want to see before they even step foot on the floor there's um oh right i remember what happened yeah we did there wasn't the logo. Or we didn't like have a logo marketing. on our thing. So there's this website where you go to and you can look at and you can read all the businesses. You can filter by it. And for whatever reason, we weren't set up correctly and nobody knew what we were. And, and we had people come to us specifically because they're like, you had no logo. We just want to come talk to you because yeah. something just didn't look right. You, st- you stood out. But yeah, we really struggled that first year because um, nobody knew who we were. And our mm-hmm. business name didn't really make a lot of sense. We had no brand equity with the student base. So we sort of had to like pull people to our booth that first year. And now we, we've we've been doing it now for four years or three years. I feel like there's our name, we're not like a big deal, but like people understand who we are and what we do. That was honestly, that was one of the primary drivers for us doing the career fair was we we realize that we need to invest in the students because local students, local students, because it pays in the long run. Like that has been one of our most like um, bountiful sources of employment is partnering with our local universities. We we were paying too much for consultants and we're, we're, it it was just too expensive. So we're like, is there a better way to do this? And um, I think every business should have a vein in a university just a side note as to why we started. It was a, hey, we need to get our name out there and we need to start. Right. So, I mean, this is this is the counter argument, right? Now you got that other guy who's doing it for brand equity, right? So it, to, to some point, to some degree here, right, there is a brand recognition there, into there, it. There is, yeah. I just think it's a bit misleading when you're talking to these students and getting their hopes up and then you, you ghost them. With, with no intention of ever following up. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I would at least and and there were times where like we would talk to people and I, I knew it wasn't a good fit and I would just kind of end it there and I would say, hey, look, your your experience is not um, aligned with what we do here. Um, I'm not sure it would be a good fit. Other times I would say, hey, I don't think you're there yet. And maybe they were a sophomore and I'm like, hey, I'd love to see you here next fall. Um, go work, go build something in this tech stack and come talk to me next year because we're there every year. I um, mean, OK, so so I'm going to ask a question here, right? Yeah. Everyone's going to say that. Do you actually call them back or do you actually remember them? I remembered uh, the the one person we're going to give an offer to. Uh, 
I remembered her from the year before. Like, 100%. And and there was there was one other guy. He wanted an internship for a project management role, and we weren't prepared to offer that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I saw him this year, and I'm, I knew his name. Like, hey, man, like, I remember you. Come talk to me. And um, now he's not looking for an internship. He's looking for a full-time position. Uh, and I, I remember I, I, when we got back from the career fair, I told the owner, I'm like, hey, I rem- this guy left a really good impression with me last year and we weren't positioned to like hire him. I think we are now. I want you guys to give him a fair shake. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's going to pan out and give, turn into a job, yeah. but just me remembering him from the year prior and just like his, I, his personality was great. His experience is even better now. Well, and it was funny because he was, and I remember he was one of the last people that we did the interview yep. with. And you think yep. after doing this for, I think it was like what, a five hour, six hour session, it was a long amount of time. That you stop remembering people at some point, like there, there's a certain times that somebody comes up and you're like, oh, I remember them. Yeah, I will say, try to differentiate yourself in some way. Um, doesn't even have to be a good way. Just something that makes you stand out. Because these vendors are talking to hundreds of people, and it just kind of blurs. Yeah. So what I like to do is on the resumes, I'll write down a, a memorable fact about the person. Like there was one guy who he built a, a, a Minecraft mod. It was like a, an alternative to Optifine yeah. if you play Minecraft. Or um, Sodium. Or Sodium, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I wrote that down. I'm like, oh, this guy, this guy is trying to rewrite Optifine. Um, so just say something or do something that makes you stand out because yeah. these guys are talking to a ton of people. Yeah. And it's... And, don't if they say they're going to call you back don't don't be upset if they don't because they're leaving that career fair with 300 resumes they're drained um and and, and things do fall like through the cracks yeah, sometimes yeah 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 like don't don't feel bad for reapplying on the website or for following up in an email or something if if you're truly interested it, in that position it doesn't mean they didn't like you it just meant that your your resume might have got lost in the shuffle um, we, we did this thing where we broke all the resumes down into like four different categories, like hundred percent interview, um, strong tech, maybe, you know, didn't fit culture, fit, fit culture. Well, mm-hmm. questionable tech. And we put all that in a spreadsheet and then I import it into like a CRM and then I start working my way through it. Um, but it's very easy for one of those records to get dropped. Um, don't be afraid to reach out a few days later or a week later and say, Hey, I'm still interested. I'm still thinking about your company. And if you didn't leave an impression, that persistence can be that impression. Like, Hey, right. this guy, this is the persistent guy, the guy that followed up with me. It's one of those things like, you know, if you ever do an interview class, they always say like, follow up with the employer, or, like after the interview and stuff, it, it is just funny on how little people actually do that. Like I make sure I do that every single time I, I do any kind of interview. Just, yeah, it's a courtesy I feel like, but also, I don't know. It's just one of those things that like you don't think that would help you stand out, but like just a little something goes a long way. I've I believe it or not, I've never done that, but I appreciate when people do do it. Right. Yeah. We got one today where they followed up two hours after they left, um, just saying, "Hey, thank you for your time." Maybe asking another question to sort of keep that conversation going. I I wish we could hire everybody at these career fairs. (laughs) 